0: Episode 97 of No Guitar Is Safe features a guitar hang with the great Brad Rebuchin, who, by the way, has a new duo record out with his buddy, another great guitarist, David Becker. It's called For John. Check it out. It's dedicated to John Abercrombie. What's not to like? Anyway, today's episode is brought to you by Guitar Player Magazine and GuitarPlayer.com. Guitar Player. Play better. Sound better. All right, let's fire up that chopper and head straight over to Brad's house. guitar is safe. What's up, everybody? I'm hanging out with Brad Rebuchin! Been a fan of his since I moved to LA ten years ago. He's worked with so many great artists: Bonnie Raitt, Stevie Wonder, Al Cooper, Willie Nelson, and uh, I'm at his house in his home studio. And he also worked with a true giant of soul, jazz, R&B: Ray Charles. We're playing one of these. We're playing one of these Ray Charles tunes right now.
1: was that last chord well it's a it, it's a a minor major th- th- 13 <laughs> oh. <laughs>
2: That's...
1: Yeah, yeah you got to get, get a oh. flat on top
0: so you got like... a weird bar happening in- yeah
1: yeah yeah so, so it's like c then f sharp b e with your little finger and then there it is yeah yeah
0: oh, man that's a new chord. I've never played that chord before. Yeah, and what's cool, what's cool it works for A. Yeah, and the all, bass player's but, holding A. But also, a. it's a D. It's also, it's a D Lydian dominant chord. Yeah. I mean, i played similar voicings, but this actual Yeah. This actual knuckle buster you got me doing yeah. right yeah. here. Yeah. And then I love your uh, harp harmonics that you added to that. Yeah. I and mean, cool. I love your volume pedal work that you, yeah, it's like, I realize it's, because I've known you for years now. Yeah actually ten years. Ten years. And I've wow, seen you play yeah. and sit in at yeah. like the baked potato or r- maybe r- do your r- own r- shows. You're yeah. always doing stuff. Right. But I think they're mostly sit-in stuff because I've never yeah. seen you really with your, your right. own rig and stuff. With my own thing, yeah. And, and, you, and you're so comfortable with it. It reminds me of that solo that you did on the DVD with Ray Charles. Oh, okay. Where you way. start off with that volume pedal. Um, oh, oh. Angelina. Angelina. The ballad. Yeah. yeah. Really sweet. And then you kind of get into some Picking stuff too. I yeah. mean, like, let's hear a little bit of that right now.
2: Your innocence would move me. At times, you made me scared. I got scared, you. Angelina. My love for you, I care.
0: I want to get to all of your solo stuff, because you've done so much stuff, but like, and you've played with so many different artists, and God, what a versatile cat. I mean, I'm just so amazed at the talent level in Southern California, I've just never ceased yeah, to blow my mind. It's pretty crazy. But for five years, you played with an absolute titan of music, and Ray Charles, and I, I'm just listening, I'm reminded like, of how, how great he was, and I mean, obviously you had a long road to uh, right. getting those kind of calls, but what was your... How did you get the call to play with Ray, and then what was your first meeting like with him?
1: Well, you know, it's kind of an interesting story. So, I, so you know, he's based in Los Angeles, and so am I. So, and I knew some people that played with him, so I at a certain point started asking, well, how do I get you know, a chance to, to play with him? And someone said, was a guy that said, send him, send him a cassette. And so what I did is, is I made a cassette, but I just made a cassette like... Um, well, everyone hopefully knows what cassettes are. Yeah, yeah they, <laughs> you I <know>. remember them. <laughs> yeah, previous um, format for <laughs> recording. But I just took a, a portable cassette player and I just played like sort of just jammed with an acoustic guitar, just played some like a blues. And I think I played summertime and just played some phrases because I'm thinking, well, he doesn't really want to hear something produced you know because yeah. because he's not going to know if I can play because what he's yeah. going to care about is is you know can I do I have time do I have a good feel you know you know so anyway yeah. so that's what I sent him and at that point he was looking for a guitar player but then it turned out an old guy came back but a couple years later out of the blue I got a call can you play with Ray Charles at the Concord Jazz Festival and um and You're so like, that was and so that was my audition. I'm
0: getting married that day, but I'll change the wedding. Yeah, 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 I'll exactly, be there. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yes, it did t- change my life because, yeah, no, no, it'd be funny if that was the story, but but um so 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 my audition was was on stage. And I so I didn't actually yeah. meet him until after the gig. Yeah, that's classic. You know, you know, yeah. and and so it's sort of old school like you know, we'll throw you in the water, and if you, and if you drown, they're just going to leave you there.
0: <laughs> yeah, when, um, I, when I met Paul Cantor, yeah. first it was on stage, yeah. I was sitting in with the band yeah. and played like seven songs or something, and he was kind of looking over at me. "Who's that guy? <laughs> but it worked out. Right,
1: right. right. Well, yeah. well, that's, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, luck and also being able to play, but also, yeah, just yeah. kind of like, you either can do it or you can't. You know, they're, they're not going to baby you you, so, know, yeah, you know, you he, he wasn't going to yeah. teach you. He didn't. He didn't want to spend. You know, a bunch of. Re- have, you know, do yeah. extensive rehearsals to teach you the stuff. He thought. Thought. You know, Jude, you can. You can play this gig, so. Oh yeah. You can do it, right? I mean, isn't that kind of how it went down for you? Yeah, yeah. There's no rehearsals, but I, yeah. I thought you were talking about Ray, which I think is probably right, the right. same situation. Right, so. right, right. So, so, so there was. Yeah. So, so that that gig, there was there was a little sound check rehearsal, but he wasn't there. And and then so really I, I didn't see him in person until. Until actually on
0: the gig, so after the gig, I mean, did you have a good gig? Did you feel? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I th- I, I was. It was it was pretty scary, be- yeah. be- because it was an audition and it was in front of whatever fifteen thousand people, whatever. And yeah, the- where do we where do they hold the Concord Jazz Festival? Um, it's it's in some, uh, you know, out like a Hollywood Bowl type space. That's somewhere, actually- you know, East Bay. You know, yeah, I, mean, I think
0: maybe it is in Concord. Yeah, Concord yeah, Pavilion, yeah. Or, Con-
1: uh, that's right, Concord Pavilion. That's what it was. That's Concord cool. Pavilion. So I
0: was wondering if it was actually there. If they moved around into the Con- Concord Record Label too, which is right, right. Yeah, they could do different yeah. stuff. So afterwards, does well, Ray call you in or anything? Well, well, or? well
1: yeah. Well, well, you know. <laughs> so I met him. You know, I, I, you know, I, you know, just sort of thanked him for playing, and and he's and he thanked me basically. But but you know, and and that was. And, and then I got a call a few years later, you know, can, can you do these other things? You know, you know so, so I sort of got the gig, but it, I wasn't ever actually hired specifically. You yeah. didn't say, okay, Brad, you've oh, yeah. got the gig.
0: <laughs> but I know, it went five yeah. years, and apparently yeah. you went to almost all of the continents. Yeah. Was, which one did you leave out? Was it like... Um, Antarctica. Antarctica. I thought maybe, <laughs> maybe you went there and left out one of the other ones, but... Yeah, yeah. No, I hit all the other ones. There's no <laughs> any, no good spots to play in Antarctica. Uh, there's, not, there's
1: not a good club in Antarctica. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, now with global warming, maybe there will be yeah. soon. But at, at,
0: at this point, at, at that point, anyway. Well, he is so funky. We were obviously opening on one of his famous tunes, Unchain yeah, My Heart. Right.
2: Unchain my heart. Unchain my heart. Baby, let me go. Unchain my heart. Unchain my heart. Cause you don't love me no more my heart. Every time I call you on the phone Unchained. Some fella tells me that you're not at home So Unshame my heart please please set me free
0: I'm And uh, there's another tune on that DVD That you recorded in France with him Where you're playing more of a straight blues solo
2: My hometown won't accept me I don't feel welcome here no more I don't. Now pay the blues, son. Pay the blues for me.
1: Well, actually playing this guitar that I'm holding. This, this Milan son. looks oh, like. Oh no! Sus- I, no, I take that back. It's. It, I have two of these, and it's. It's an, another one, but it's basically a guitar like this, a Strat it's, style. Uh, strat style. You got two humbuckers with a single in the middle. Hum, single, hum. Yeah, and, and hum. that that other guitar is the same. Same setup. Hum, hum, hum single, right? hum. You know. You know. You know. The you know, the, the challenge. Yeah. Well, one of the big challenges of playing with him was, was that his music is so eclectic because because you know, we yeah. might do a country song, then the next song's a jazz tune, then a soul tune, then an oh. R and B, then like a pop ballad. So 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 it was kind of challenging sometimes to find just pick, figure out a guitar that could yeah. could kind of cover both yeah. or
0: both all of those things. Right, right. You know, I would never have guessed that you had such a modern guitar because when I'm listening to it, it sounds like really uh, you know legit vibey, oh, classic thanks, tone. Thanks. So, yeah. Which is, I mean, as a compliment. Yeah, thank you. I'm a mo- I am play a lot of modern guitars, too. Yeah. Like, this is a crazy modern Telecaster right, right. here, obviously, that they got a hum and the bridge and two single coils. But, so yeah, back to that song, which is called Stranger in My Hometown. Yeah. Man, Ray fooled me for a second. That's him playing, like, I thought the pedal steel oh, came oh, right, or something. Oh, right, right.
1: Yeah, yeah, he was a big guitar fan. You, you know, and, and, he, and, he re- and once he got learned about the pitch wheel you you know pretty much whenever we did something bluesy or groovy he would he would get into serious you know pedal steel guitar bends Well, was well, so the, so the movie, the movie actually, they were making it the, during the last year of his yeah. life, and it came out just after he died. So, oh, okay. So, so I was playing with him, yeah, you know, before and up until, yeah. You
0: know. So you played within the last five years of his life. Yeah, yeah I was player. his last. I was his last guitar player. Yeah. I was just wondering if, what he thought of it, but it's hard to say because he probably never saw any of it, or maybe someone <laughs> well, never of saw it. any of it. <laughs> oh well, you know. What I mean. Yeah, yeah. I forget that you know. You can't imagine that he can't see even though we know he can't or right. couldn't. Right. Right.
1: Well, well, you know, it's such a funny thing because because, because like you say you, and and he and he was very independent, you know. Yeah. So so sometimes you know like he'd walk by me like let's say, you know, backstage or something and and I think, "Man, he didn't even see me." And I said, "Wait a minute. Of course he didn't see me." He Yeah. I you know, cuz I didn't say anything. Yeah. I didn't move. You you know, and he's not going to know I'm there. But, you know, you you just sort of assume after a while that someone can and a couple of times I said, oh, you know, you know, good to see you again and stuff like yeah. that,
0: you yeah. know, but but he wasn't sensitive about that. It was. Yeah. Well, I guess do that heard what they were doing with the movie and heard, well, follow well, the script. Well, or, well he, you know, well, he well, he
1: well, yeah, he was his one of his sons was yeah. the executive producer on it. And and, and was Jim, I'm not, Jimmy Fox, right? The, yeah. the, the, the guy that played Ray, um, he, he 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 met Ray and he and Ray had to approve him. You, yeah. you know, you know, and so he went to Ray's studio and hung out with him, and and appa- you know, and they hit it off really well. And Ray said, "Yeah, this is the guy," you know, yeah. and 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 I thought, you know, he really nailed it, you know, yeah, you know, just so. Ray's vibe, you know, in that movie. He, I mean, it's the movie takes place, you know. Way before I was playing with him, but just as far as his personality and the way he carried himself right. and the way he talked, you, you know, I thought you he, would know he, he nailed it. You know, it was like, it was like, I was, I was going, Wait, man, these are like home movies from, from before you know I was playing with him. Yeah. yeah,
0: so that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. What was that funny joke? I guess that somebody one time asked on the subject of seeing like Ray was at the NAM show, and somebody said, Hey, Ray, you know that Stevie Wonder's here. Cause Stevie Wonder's always at the NAM show, right? Another right. guy you've played with. Yeah, and he's like, they say, "Hey, do you ever run into Stevie at these shows?" He's like, "Oh yeah, I bump into him once in a while, <laughs> or something." <laughs> we bump into each other. Yeah, anyway. yeah, they
1: were actually buddies. That's cool. Well, well, you know, you know, a funny story along those lines is is that back. You know, I guess this is in the sixties. someone came up to him and and sort of was you know shocked that he had because he he was one of the first integrated bands you know you know where he's hiring black and white musicians and and so someone came up to him and said, "ray, do you know that there's you know you've got white guys and and black guys in your band and ray said really i- i I didn't know you know in other words, playing off the that he couldn't see you know you you know no one told me or something like that that's awesome you know you know you know but 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 he really didn't care you know you know i i mean he he was you know, I don't yeah. remember any specific stories now, but but he was one of the f- first people that, you know, playing in the South and stuff with an integrated band, you weren't supposed to do that. Well, yeah. Well, he's you been know, through
0: you know. all decades of decades. How long was his career? My gosh, I don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, since since the early 50s. That's
0: amazing. Yeah, and he was, yeah. And he died in... 2004. Okay. Were you at all scared when you did your first gig? Because I've heard that he could be kind of tough on the bandstand sometimes. If I heard of one story where he was tough on a drummer live on stage. Giving him a criticism or being or yeah. chewing him out or something—I don't know. Am I perpetuating something that's not true? Well,
1: well, well. No, no. There's a lot of truth to that because because he was really, well, he was really in the moment, you know, and and really, you know, so very present in the moment, like more than anyone I've ever met. And 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 so if something was going great, you know, he was yeah, you know. If something was going not great he was he he had no filter so 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 if he didn't dig what what was happening he would you know most most of us would say okay you know like you know after the gig or something i'm going to tell this person or whatever after the situation i'm going to pull him aside but but he would just you know say whatever was on his mind you know you know so a lot of it was just sort of honesty without a filter and well you know as we know you know he was also you know you know for a long time he was a junkie and stuff too so so i don't think that was contributed to some some things yeah. But, but yeah there's a, right. maybe you're talk, referring to the story where he actually made a drummer stop on stage is that the story you're thinking of and that, that's well, a true story if, here's the story I, I yeah. won't name, name names this, this is before way before I played with him but, but yeah so, so anyway so, so it, this, this is a most of his gigs yeah. were big band gigs so, so in other words, it's the Raylettes, a whole big band, and him. And, and so the big band would play a couple songs. Then he'd come out with, an, you know, like a play on tune. And then, and then he would count, count off the first tune. And so anyway, so he does this. He counts off the first tune. And then he stops at about 10 bars in and goes, okay, drummer, stop. And then he and, and don't play. And then, and then he counts the tune off again. And, and, and then they play like two or three songs. And then he said, okay, now, drummer, if you know what to play, you can play. Apparently, has a bunch of his family had come to the, that particular gig. It was probably just dumb luck that it lined up that way, but you know, but 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 that but that was something. Yeah. You know, Ray. You know, especially early on, he would call out musicians on stage. So so that's how it went down. Oh man, I would be so it's, it's, scared yeah, you know, if
0: I was that drummer. Like,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Do I know it now? Like, yeah, two yeah. songs
0: have gone by. Am I allowed? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, well, and and you know, and and so obviously, this you know, that was a little. You know, insensitive of Ray. You know, but 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 he wasn't hearing something, you know, whatever it was. You know, he wasn't getting what he wanted, and 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 he and he made his point. Yeah, that would be traumatizing. Another thing along those lines is that is that when I um, joined the band, so 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 the band leader gave me some cassette tapes of an earlier some earlier guitar players playing the music to give me an idea what to play, and I listened to him and I go, man, there's there's like no guitar in this. Except for a few places where there's like a specific melody that's, you know, like the guitar is playing. Yeah. And I asked the bandleader about that. And he said, oh, yeah, he was a lot of times he was kind of afraid to play, you know. So he would just play very softly because he didn't yeah. want to, you know, sort of step on Ray's toes, I guess. You know, you know, yeah. and, and the relationship between guitar and piano, obviously, you're fighting for the same territory. Yeah. You know, you know, you know so you got to be careful. But, you know, I kind of chose to, I figured, well, I'm just going to play, you know, what I want. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, within reason, but I was going to yeah. play play louder. And, oh, man. He sounds great with but Ray. What, well, I was going to say, what's cool about that is, is, is it kind of worked out because because he never did small group shows for, like, people tell me for, like, you know, maybe more than 10 years before was the last time he'd done one. And, and, and... Over time, after after I guess he had confidence in me, he started doing, yeah. you know, you know, like like the the, the Paris thing, the Paris like thing, for, yeah, yeah, which which is, is just you? yeah, yeah, just guitar, bass, drums, and and Ray. Ray. I got to
0: grab and that DVD. What, yeah, it's yeah. Called? Uh, it's called Ray Charles Olympia. La Olympia. Yeah, because yeah,
1: because it's 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 French. That's the yeah. it's the the place in Paris. And and you know we did a bunch of those. That's you know, you know, great, you know, man. you know, because because what what I kind of figured out is. You know, Ray didn't suffer fools, you know, like if he thought you weren't practicing, you know, didn't, weren't working on the music or whatever, or didn't know the stuff, I guess what I should say. Yeah. But you could make mistakes. He was cool with that as long as you didn't keep making those mistakes. Yeah. Y- y- you know, you know, you know, in other like if, let's say you played a song two or three times and you're still blowing this part, you know, he's yeah. going to call you out on it. Yeah, yeah. you know, he's but, but but, yeah. but, 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 but he respected, you know, sort of, you know, people that sort of had some confidence and didn't. You know, weren't going to yeah. sort of, you know, coward, you know, be afraid of the moment. So, so yeah. you, know, you know, by the time I was playing with him, you know, he'd mellowed out. And plus most, you know, like the rhythm section, which is the people that he really, drum, drums number one, bass number two, guitar number three, as far as the pecking yeah. order of the people he was really particular right. about how they played. It was sort of set, you know, that the, the, those people, we knew what to do. You know, yeah. you know so, so, but, but he definitely yelled, like, yelled at soundman a bunch of times. You yeah. know, you know, like, because, because, he would do this. He would, you back know, you know, which, which, yeah, 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 but, but he would do it for a dynamic reasons. So, so yeah. he'd, he'd like come back to, to, to be really yeah. soft. And so the soundman would, and, he, and, and the sound man would always be told, okay, don't touch the mic. He's going to do this. But th- yeah. they'd still turn it up, and then he'd all of a sudden be up here to, to have a loud thing, and then it'd be like
0: an
2: explosion.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. and, and, and then he'd, you know, he'd yell at the soundman. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. What was the funniest thing that ever happened with you and Ray or anything you remember? <laughs> someone stage or something backstage or?
1: Well, there was, y- you, know, you know, well, he was, he was, he was, a, you know, he was a real charismatic guy and a real, f- you know, funny guy. And, and also, you know, someone that just did what he wanted, you know, and like one time we're, we're in this airport you know, waiting for a flight, right? And and so, um, and so Ray's sitting, you know, sitting on this bench against the wall, and he's smoking. You know, in the, in so inside this airport, and right above him is a mm-hmm. sign that says
0: says no smoking. He has a lot in common with Paul Kantner.
1: Yeah, yeah, but, but and, and anyway, and then someone said, Ray, you know, you know the, you know there's a sign that says no smoking, and it says, and he looked around, and said, I don't see any, I don't see no sign.
0: <laughs> he kept smoking.
1: And he kept smoking. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But but, awesome. it, but but anyway, it was, it was so he turned it into a joke. But at the same time, also he kept smoking.
0: Yeah, he was a gangster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. because Paul used to yeah. like Paul was so slick. He would walk yeah. around all, up until the last day, last trip we took, which yeah. was January 2016. Yeah. He died two weeks later. Yeah, just walk up to like he'd like kind of strategically walk up to the gift shop or something, yeah. and right. he would just use the Jedi mind trick on people and and just light up and just put it straight into his army jacket, like in a lit cigarette oh. in his pocket, and he's walking around. People would, like, come up and be like, are you smoking? He's like, no, you <laughs> smell cigarettes. And then, like, he would just do the Jedi mind trick on them. And yeah. I think one time they stopped him, and he's like, I'm sorry, I didn't know I couldn't do that. Right, I think I'm right. imitating Dave Chappelle now. Yeah, But, um, yeah, he would just get away with it. And one time, this is a classic one where people yeah. came up to us, or yeah. people were around him at the gate, and they were like, you smell smoke? I smell smoke, smoke. Yeah. These two yeah. agents. Yeah. And they were trying to figure out what it was. And then a minute later, one of them came back and said, oh, somebody used a fire extinguisher over there. So that's what it was. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Fire extinguishers don't make smoke. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he got off that way, too. Anyway. <laughs> that's, that's funny. So let's listen to... Now, is this your newest album? You've done so much stuff. The one for John, dedicated to John yeah, yeah, Abercrombie, yeah. which yeah. is you and David Becker. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's let's listen to this the blues, Brad's blues. I wonder which one of you wrote Brad's blues. <laughs> well, actually, David did. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, I was just assuming it was yours. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I
1: asked. Yeah. Yeah.
0: like some really cool like usage of intervals. I'm, I was gonna say minor seconds to get some like yeah. between the two guitars. It's cool to write those in. Who writes in minor seconds like that? I like. That um. Idea.
2: Well.
1: Well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you're talking about the head, yeah. Yeah. David yeah. wrote some. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There. It's it's a pretty angular, you know, head with some different intervals. You know, you know, like you said, like there's yeah. some minor seconds, and and then there's some th- some things sort of harmonized in seconds too. But but also, you know, a couple of, like one one point he he hits, you know, yeah. the, you know. So there's actually so and we both hit hit th- those mi- that minor
0: yeah. second together. It's like a jazz guitarist version of distortion. Yeah when yeah. I want distortion. <laughs> I'm just gonna go. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's a cool thing the sound is really great are you playing your hollow body I'm yeah sure. yeah uh, yeah tell us about that it's a sadowski yeah yeah it's a sadowski gym hall and um i'm looking at it right now folks yeah, yeah. beautiful yeah it's a pretty cool guitar flame maple top one pickup that pickguard alone is gorgeous it's like yeah. looks like a piece of driftwood from like mount olympus yeah it's <laughs> awesome now you you also have a electric sitar habit, don't you Brad? I do, yeah. I, I have to admit that. I'm looking at that over there. Um, um, I love this tune, Fall, which I think is not out yet. It's called Fall, and right. you're playing that on there. And that's with you and Alan Hines, that record. Right.
1: Everything's recorded, mixed, and mastered. Right now, we're just working on the, you know, the cover, you know, the yeah. artwork. Um, so yeah, so that's going to be out really quick. Does that yeah, mean yet yeah. it or? It's called. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's called. Um, what's it to a higher standard? Kinda
0: I love forget, jazz. Forgetting. Jazz players, they're like. What was that? What's that? What do we call that album? <laughs> yeah,
1: Not yeah, that you're yeah, just yeah. a jazz
0: player. You do everything, yeah.
1: but. Yeah, it's called Held to a Different Standard. Um, yeah, and the idea is is we're just making. Playing modern takes on on you know jazz, modern jazz standards, and it's interesting because it's uh, Alan Hines, who's you know one of my favorite guitar players, but he's known more for playing sort of more you know fusion or you know groove, yeah. funky stuff, and and so I made him come and do a jazz session with an acoustic bass
0: player and a drummer. And, oh, we're, and, we're just, yeah. and we're just playing jazz tunes sounds great I love that yeah. invitation that you yeah. guys do as yeah. well what a just a cool take on that yeah. classic head
1: yeah thanks
0: Yeah. he's getting a little dirty in there, even though you got kind of a right, right. Well, well, a jazz well, yeah, إouching.
1: yeah. Well, he's well, he's being, you know, you know, you know, which you know, what any great guitar player does is, is they bring their personality, even if it's, the context is a little different from what we're used to hearing. So he, yeah. so he still sounds exactly like him, but he's, you know, playing great lines over changes in a jazz context with an acoustic bass player. Word. You know, you know, yeah. you know, you know, so it works great, but at the same time, it does, it, you know, it's not doesn't sound like Joe Pass. Oh yeah, you know, me. but it's not, but it's
0: not supposed to. It's like you said, he brings yeah. his personality.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean. It's supposed to sound like him, and 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 yeah. You know, it was it was really a fun a fun project to do. You know, basically we just did one, just we rec- went into a studio one day and recorded a bunch of jazz tunes, and and that's what what it's gonna be.
0: Yeah. Now let's get back to that sitar for a okay. second. So I, I see that you have one, probably your main or only one. <laughs> How many electric sitars <laughs> you have? But. He's picking it up folks, yeah, these that, things are so dope. That's
1: true it's not it's not like I have a bunch of them in different colors or
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the last time I saw one of these, Frank Gambali, on when I was at his house oh really, who makes this one? it looks. Well, well, well this is a Jerry Jones, which is a a guy
1: from Nashville that doesn't make them anymore. But originally, they they were called a Coral Electric Sitar, and they right, right, right. had to do a Dan Electro, and and so this is a copy of that. And now, and now Dan Electro has a has come out of a, of a copy of their copy. Ah. You know, but 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 they all yeah they're all basically the same design, but they have this this cool sort of.
0: I love it. It's got like how many extra strings are up there in the little harp part? It's like it's got like ten other
1: uh, strings. 13 strings. Thirteen.
0: Yeah. And it's a little bit
1: out of tune, but, you should, but usually, you know,
0: I you, you tune have to it choose with. a chord and just live with a chord for like a year. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's beautiful. Are you, were you saying you do like voodoo child or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So stretch yeah, on out that. on that thing for a second.
1: Uh, well, the the. You want, me to, you want me to show you the show you the the trick? Oh yeah 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 yes yeah because yeah, yeah, we can jam on this so ba- mounting, so basically it's so 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 it's it's six eight and and so and this is this is this is the 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 you know one two three one two three one two three one two three and then I'm playing and then I'm pl- I'm playing two two over the three but 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 you can start with a
0: so it's like kind of E minor. This is a voodoo child. Your take on. Jimi Hendrix's Voodoo Child. Then they add
1: quarter notes against dotted quarter notes.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
2: then you just keep doing
0: that. Oh, you got it. Nice. Almost. That's it. showing me that hey before you put it down can i try something on there oh of course (laughs) this is so silly but for literally 30 years i've wanted to try this this is a van halen lick that you know when i was a kid i was like i thought it was a sitar it said electric sitar i thought he literally played a sitar on it i think so people might recognize this
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, no, that works great. It's under. It's in there. Underneath. He did an overdub. That's what he. That's what he plays. You can hear it in there. When I was a kid I thought it was like an actual sitar that might have picked up on it. Then later you find out it's these crazy surf guitars that are, yeah, it's really awesome. That was a cool trip man, but yeah, time to come down from that. (laughs)
2: Let's
0: figure out where you started from. Did you grow up in LA?
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, I was born in Pasadena. And yeah. um yeah, this is I I thought about going other places, but there's so much happening here that I couldn't think of a good reason. Cuz I thought about going to Santa Cruz or San Francisco, you know, and then later on going to New York as I got more into jazz.
0: Parents, were they musical? Did they influence you? What did they do?
1: Um my pa- my parents were they were dance teachers. That's how they met, you know, but but, but the, you know, they really didn't play instruments. I guess my dad played a trumpet trumpet a little bit, but 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 I wasn't really exposed, you know, it wasn't like I grew up around people playing or anything, yeah. you know, and I c- kind of came to it late, actually. I was sort of into other things, and... What you know, were
0: you into before you grabbed guitar?
1: Uh, just dinosaurs, um, oh, so you're, you know, history, you know, I really like young. to read. Yeah, um, you know, and I didn't really start playing guitar until I was like 16, which is, yeah. you know, kind of late for, you know... Yeah, you know, well, a lot of people... I
0: started when I was like eight or nine. I should right, be way well, better go. sitting here in front of you, man. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do that I? <laughs> well, well,
1: what I was going to say is is just, you know, you know, I thought a lot about why I ended up playing guitar, and it, and I think it's really like I just lucked out. Like I, ha- like you know, my mom at one point said, oh, "Why don't you take guitar lessons?" And she called up a guy out of the, you know, local, you know, called the recycler. This, you know, this yeah. sort of thing that used to have ads for for whatever. And I was kind of okay, yeah, sure I'll play guitar, but 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 he he this guy he showed me after a little while he showed me the pentatonic scale and he said you can make up your own thing with this. You know, you can play whatever you want and I, and and that's and that sort of and how he presented then sort of how um I
0: mean, you learn
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I just learned yeah, yeah, the, the that scale that everyone learned and then he said, "Okay, now I'm going to I'm going and then he played like some sort of some sort of a minor vamp and he said make know. it, you know play whatever you want you know in in that scale you know yeah. and 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 that he just he said noodle yeah yeah basically yeah yeah and 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 that triggered something you know I guess yeah. that I was looking for because I wasn't you know growing up you know I listened to music but I wasn't one of those kids that was like you know obsessive about music you know and you know pounding on things or whatever you know, you know, So I'm really thankful to to that person that 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 is sh- sh- a guy named Daryl Caraco that showed me that because oh, because otherwise I don't know that I would have if Darryl. I if I had yeah He's probably great. Know. and his yeah, son yeah.
0: is Jocko Caraco right exactly works yeah, with yeah. Miley Cyrus or something
1: right 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 yeah 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 well, well Daryl's taught a lot of you That's know a lot great. of guitar players in sort of the West San Fernando Valley which is where I, I grew up later on
0: side note is there any yeah. cooler name than Jocko Caraco? <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, moving on. Probably not. Um,
1: yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. So, 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 I guess w- what it sort of taught me is is that, well, besides that, I play guitar, but but, but the importance of like how a good, good teacher at the right point can can make or break, or a bad teacher, you know, because I think if it was yeah. some guy that just like made me read out of a Mel Bay book or something, I probably would not be
0: a guitar player. I relate because, I mean, I feel very fortunate that. Found something that I love to do right. my whole life, and I knew it from so long. But I almost quit. Like after five weeks, I was playing this really brutal six-string steel-string Martin copy with right. Yeah. And there was a group class. It wasn't an individual class. It was like twenty of us, and right. I was like, "Why am I doing this?" And they're they trying to get me to do the F chord, and you right. know, it was like I seriously could have given up on it. And then yeah, I'd probably be a lost soul. Not yeah. I'm a lost soul, but at least I have my guitar to play my little.
2: Right, express
0: right. my no, I'm, now i'm on a tangent okay but i i know what you're saying it's important to right right
1: through right right and 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 you know here, here's a, a wacky story so i have this this student now that that that's an older old you know older man you know in, in his 60s and and he's sort of and he came to me and said well you know i want to finally learn how to play guitar and he's someone that you know has loved music you know all his life but when he was about you know like 17, 19, whatever, something like that. He went to a piano teacher for his first lesson and the piano teacher taught him giant steps. You know, which is one of the craziest you know jazz tunes. You know, it's famous. Yeah. You know, you know, and, and said, okay, learn giant steps. You know, and, and in other words, gave him this totally the wrong lesson for someone that didn't know how to play an instrument yeah. really. And, and and it took him so whatever forty years to, to to turn around and come back and try to get serious. And, and anyway, so so he came to me and I showed him kind of what you know he, want, he wanted to play jazz and stuff. And, and he's just tearing it up and getting better and better all the time. You know, because be, because I didn't you know I didn't. Screw them up. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So I think a good teacher, and, and conversely a bad teacher, can make all the difference yeah. in music and probably
0: anything else, too. Just just what path we choose to take. You know, that's because a good point. Yeah, There's I'm so today. much to you teaching know. other than the actual nuts and bolts of teaching. Like.
1: Right, right. Well, it's teaching the right thing and presenting it in a way that that, that, that person is going to connect with. You know, yeah. and sometimes it's just a matter of maybe personalities or something too. But but also it's just it's just catching someone at the right moment and not yeah. you know not lo- not squandering that moment.
0: Yeah, it's just all about
1: patience.
0: Yeah. But also you have that electric cattle prod there when they make a mistake. Right, right. Yeah, yeah you know.
1: Yeah, you just make Basically. sure you do it someplace that, that's covered by clothing so that that the the yeah. bruises don't show.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we're we're getting twisted now. I like <laughs> it. So. What was your how did what was your first professional gig or did you go to music school or anything or well well I would say you know after that you know a real big part of my
1: my education was I studied with Ted Green for a long time ah and 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 that was real crucial because because that's really sort of you know kind of colored my whole idea of particularly how I look at harmony and how I you know play look at chords. And, and you know, I then went to junior college a little bit, but I did, I'd never really went, I mean, I probably
0: should have, but I never can really went like, to Berkeley or some, or MI. or. Well, can you possibly, in a, just a couple of sentences, what do you mean by how Ted Green colored how you look at harmony? Like, I look at harmony as that's got a 13, that's got a flat 9. That, like, what beyond the spelling of chords and the, and the use and progressions that maybe we all know, how did he change that?
1: Well, first off, I didn't know that when I went to him. So so he taught me a lot of that stuff, you know, but but just how he sort of the importance of just sort of seeing how chords connect, you know, cuz he really talks a lot talked a lot about how chords connect and voice leading and and being aware of, you know, like the whole
0: the chord scale, you know, and how how that relates, and and so when you talk about a chord scale, I'm just going to like harmonizing a scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah harmonize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, then so, branching so, out from there. Yeah, 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 yes, yeah.
1: so, yes. So so for instance, if if you know, obviously, if you're doing like let's say G, you know, there's there would be just the triads, but but yeah. then there's okay, what about the you know the seventh. seventh chords, you know, and 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 so and and so then relating this all to. And how how that relates to progressions and thinking yeah. about the numbers, you know. So like, so like whenever I'm thinking about a, a tune in any style, I'm trying to relate to the numbers. Like that's the one chord, you yeah. know. Like like we played, um, um, and I've forgot, forgot the name of the tune. Unchain my-, my heart. Thank you. You know. You know. And so that's a one minor going to a flat six dominant. You, you know. Yeah. So I'm always thinking in those terms. Yeah. And, and and then that's and and then what he tried to, to, to give you and, and I sort of look at it this way now too is is I want to have as many options as possible like yeah. la- like that a minor chord the first chord okay that's a one minor okay what are my options chordally and yeah. melodically and then and then when that flat 6 dominant chord I have, what's what, I'm gonna, what am I going what am I going to play for that with that re- relating it to the key and yeah. and to the chords around it you know so seeing the big picture you know you yeah. know and 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 so I'm going to play differently over that f Nine or whatever, because of where it is in the song, I'm, you know, yeah. in relationship to the key, as opposed if it, let's say, was a one chord in a blues or something, or a, or an actual or a five chord.
0: I'm with you. Lydian dominant. No. Lydian dominant. Exactly. Ooh. Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So so it's so it's a non-functioning dominant chord. It's not the five of the next chord. So right. so at that point, you can still use all the altered sounds, but really, it, it the, the
0: what really it likes is is Lydian dominant type so sounds. So are you saying that? This is the dysfunctional dominant scale.
2: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I
0: just wanted to say dysfunctional yeah. dominant. Yeah. Can you show me a, just one example of voice leading a la Ted Green? Or just like one chord to another?
1: Oh, oh, well, well, well like, I mean, there's so many. You know, like one thing he had me do was, was so, so I might say, okay, so let's, let's say I'm in A. Yeah. And 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 so I'm going to start with what we'll called a unison because I'm going to split it. Yeah. Now I'm going to play the six yeah. and the uh, you know and, and then, then I'm gonna going to continue to So the um, upper
0: voice went down to the 7. Right.
1: I'm getting conf- confused because I've got a, a mic in, in the way of my guitar. Okay. So 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 then and then you you continue to split it and go in opposite directions and then harmonize it. Oh come on! I didn't do that right. Come on, Ted. Sorry, Ted. There we go. Come on, come on. So, 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 so that's one thing. So, we, so so I you know splits go in opposite directions and then harmonize it. That's and brutal. what's interesting that happens is that is that you get um, is is that the chord scale is going backwards because because that's like part of the of yeah. the seventh chord. Then this is the sixth chord. But that's the f- five chord. That's the four chord. That's the three chord. That's the two chord and that's the one chord.
0: Right. So the outer voices are doing their thing and you're just filling in.
1: Yeah, and you're filling it in. Yeah, yeah. And 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 so and so just just a lot of ideas of, you know, we're just connecting you know, making sure that that when you do a yeah. 251 or something that it that it that it has some sort of a Yeah. some sort of voice leading thing happening. You know, that it's not, yeah. I'm not just thinking in in big um, blocks big block chords, you know, Awesome. You know, you know, getting getting the voicings moving in different different directions and being aware of all the voices voicings in the chord. I mean, obviously the top note is the most important, but but really all the notes. So,
0: once you learned some of the ways of the force from Jedi <laughs> Ted Green. Oh, that's white volume. That's my guitar's turned down. Yeah. And then where where when did you start? When did you start gigging?
1: Um, well, I just you know started. You know, playing around town, and and initially, you know, kind of playing more rock stuff, you know, and then and then, and, but but pretty quickly, especially because of jazz, of Ted and stuff, get, started getting into jazz and sort of more modern players like, you know, John McLaughlin, people like that, Pat Martino, um, you know, Pat Metheny. Yeah, you know them and, and and you know, and then just going you know because the, the cool thing about guitar is it's just there's it's just so diverse, you know but it's it's kind kind of distracting too because because I really you know it's like oh let's practice yeah. this or let's practice that because because i I really love like playing straight ahead jazz, and I've worked a lot on that, but I also really love playing more modern fusion styles or modern electric instrumental yeah. music and then I, and then i love playing you know blues and r&b and rock stuff too you know it's yeah it and it, it's you know it's 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 also you know the g- guitar can do so yeah. many things you know you know it's 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 endless it's you know because you, know, you can just pick one of those things and spend your life but but then if you're distracted by all these other things it's like you know i'm yeah. i'm looking on try, see if i can get a couple extra lives so i can hit all this stuff i'm
0: with you man it's like yeah I started realizing there's only so many decades we'll have to like Keep exploring this And it truly is endless Right, right I love some of your Adventurous stuff Like this tune Unintended consequences It's got a cool head And then this cool Syncopated kind of Thing happening But then you kind of Later dissolve into Like that's kind of Some adventurous sort of Freeform space jammy Kind of stuff
1: yeah. Well, well. Well. That's yeah. That's with with you know a kind of a group of guys that I've played with a lot and 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 that's just the idea. And kind of t- consequences referring to the fact that once the head is over, the head is deliberately very sparse because even the head there's a lot of space to throw things in, and and then the idea is just you do whatever you want. <laughs> the guitar solo kind of blurs into the sax solo, you know, uh, and the idea is, is, because to me the, you know, one of the things I love most about music is the conversational aspect of it, is playing off of other players and, and, and trying to make it a little bit different every time, you know, and, and that tune in particular, the, the, because I still play that tune a lot, a lot of my gigs, and and the idea is, okay, just, you know, do whatever you want, (laughs) basically, you know, you know, but listen. You, yeah, know, yeah. you know, you know, and 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 play dynamics. You know, and don't get stuck. You know, because because the the thing about a lot of times when people do an open jam is they just sit on a groove. You know, yeah, and, you, that's know crazy. Y- 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 you know, you know, and that can be fun. But but it can be well, fun for the first twenty-five r- r- minutes, right? R- right. But the, yeah, but but yeah, the second twenty. But 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 really, the, the adventure is why not? You know, go somewhere else. You, you know, know okay. you know, stop playing or or go to. a another you know the chord,
0: or, or, you know, change up the rhythm, or. Is it kind of like too that you have to like decide when you're going to make an aggressive statement and say because like, sometimes someone has to make a decision. Right, I'm going to right. hit this motif. Right, and right. I'm, I'm leading us now. We got to do this. And then. But you don't. Obviously, you can't do that the whole time. Otherwise, you're dominating the whole thing. Right. Right. Well, it, it's a conversation. You, yeah. you know. You know.
1: And 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 um. You know. You know. And and so obviously there there is a if someone has a really strong statement to say at some point, you know, in that conversation, you know, that's going to going to temper the conversation. Maybe it's going to go a little different, different direction. But that person should still be listening and still respond to the input of the other players. You know.
2: And even even you
1: know you know like these other projects like we talked about like the the album with David Becker that just came out um, that was just we just went in one day in the studio and and the idea was well, we had a, an idea a few tunes but we're just going to see what happens you know yeah. and record it and and then and then make it into a CD if it was good you know and you know we like and and the thing with Alan the same idea we 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 didn't really we didn't really rehearse anything. You know, we, and, and the end of, of invitation, we we just kind of go off and sort of play off each other. you yeah, know, you know cool. and that wasn't so none of what that was planned. You know, and, and going back to the you know the lot of tunes on my record. You know, I'm I'm really a fan of improvisation. Yeah, and, and and just creating different environments for improvisation, so it doesn't become boring. So it doesn't become the same. And it, you know, and it's an ongoing thing, you know. You know, so so I'm just always trying to develop more vocabulary,
0: to to to, to respond to situations, you know, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. And it's also very inspiring because you know I come more from the rock side of the tracks, right. where rock, pop, whatever, funk. Right. Tracks, it's so much more organized. Like, and you end up doing the same stuff so many times in a row, which is magical. R- right. Like, and that's that's cool years, too. Yeah. But. It, Jazz players take some serious risks. And again, I'm not trying to pigeonhole you as a jazz player, per no, se. I'll, but I'll, 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 I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I just love it. Like, you know, yeah. like uh, the true risk takers or, you know, the, the Mileses and the...
1: Well, well, you know, people always try to say, okay, what is jazz? You know, because, because it's so many different things. And, and I think really what the definition of jazz is, is that it's about improvisation. You know, and and when music has is is you know has a improvisation as its most important element, it's probably jazz. You know, you know to me anyway. You know, you know whether it's over a funk beat or over a swing swing beat or over a Latin beat. You know, you know. So if you go back like like you know, you know I love that you play with Starship because like Jefferson Airplane was was a band that I really liked. You know, back you know you know and and they and they were they like kind of had that approach right. You know, a lot of those tune especially when they're playing live they're just yeah. going for it you know you know and they're seeing what's happening what's going to happen yeah, you know right. and maybe they don't have the vocabulary of of like uh, you know a seasoned jazz player but but some interesting things happen because they're af- we're fra- not afraid you know or grateful dead even more so yeah. right 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 or quick civil, civil messenger service you know all those yeah. bands you know santana you know improvisation used to be so important in particularly san francisco's bands but a lot of you know, yeah, I need a lot of early journey, yeah, 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 yeah. Or, you know, a cream, or you know, who, you know, Jimi yeah. Hendrix. You know, you know, totally. you, you know, you know, and, and you know, that's absolutely. one of the things I kind of miss about you know one aspect of rock that that's not as prevalent is just sort of that sort of let's see what this that that jazz sensibility. You know, you're totally right. You know? Like, I can't
0: believe I had It just never occurs to us. But what you're saying is absolutely yeah. true. Like that part of rock is is one reason why maybe rock is kind of suffering now is that magical exploratory thing is
1: yeah, 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 because, you know, that was such a powerful thing, you know, you know, and, and you know, growing up hearing that, you know, you know, and just sort of like, wow, I'm not sure what's going to happen next, you know, but, 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 you know, on the other hand, too, you know, you know, there, there is the other, the other challenges is like if we're in sort of more of a static thing where we know what the, you know, like this is, we're playing a solo over a certain thing, you know, I think there's still, I really enjoy just the challenge of playing something new, you know, in a, you know, over a, 12-bar blues yeah. or over a, you know, a rock tune or something, Yeah. you, you know, and, and sort of still finding a way to sort of have that element, even if, you know, the band isn't reacting in, let's say, the way that, like, on unintended consequences on, on my tune, where the whole band is sort of yeah. swaying with the whole thing, you know.
0: Yeah, I love it when people can put in some kind of an adventurous edge, but it still right. fits in. Like you could still sing it. and
1: stuff. Right, right, right. And it comes back. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, 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 yeah. And always, you know, of course, we're looking for melody and, and, you know, and things that, that sound good, you know. <laughs> the idea is yeah. not to play, you know, but at the same time, having, you know, everything, as much stuff on the table as possible, you know, so, so, yeah. so that it can be, you know, this, this particular solo is, is this, is just happening this one time.
0: To read your bio, it's, it's nuts. Like Al Cooper, did you get any, uh, good Bob Dylan or, a, Al <laughs> Cooper's,
1: well, well, that was well. So, so sometimes I play bass, and and yeah. I actually played bass uh, with with him for a while, That's for a great. minute. You know, you know, and 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 one time Mitch Mitchell sat in, so oh, I got cool. to play with Mitch Mitchell, drummer um, Jimi Hendrix's D- drummer of Jimi albums. Hendrix, yeah, yeah. And um and it's funny because he would never he wore these dark sunglasses, and he just never would take his dark sunglasses Mitch? off, no matter no no oh, Al Cooper Al. yeah sounds like it yeah yeah um, I got to meet Mitch like for two seconds yeah, yeah. shaking him yeah, yeah 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 he
0: was. Yeah, he was pretty wild. (laughs) So, yeah, Al Cooper, of course, you know, he had that one album. You're
1: talking about. With Mike Bloomfield? Super Session? Yeah,
0: Al Cooper Super Session with. And Stephen Stills? And Stephen Stills. And then he, like, produced Bob Dylan. And I guess he must have introduced Bloomfield to Bob. Yeah,
1: maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, famous. Yeah, he played organ on. on, the, um, how's it feel? What's that song called? Um, to be
0: on your own like a rolling like stone. Like a
1: rolling stone. Yeah. 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 And, and apparently he showed up at that session and, and he just, and, and okay. somehow he, he did, wasn't really an organ player, but, but he ended up being, okay, well, I want to play on this. And so he played the organ on that.
0: That's tenacity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and he, and he formed Blood, Sweat, and Tears too. He, right. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, you know, um, um, yeah, when I played with him, we he was doing sort of a blues thing, you yeah. know. You know, and so we were doing did some blues gigs like around Los Angeles.
0: So no good Bob Dylan stories.
1: Um, <laughs> well, he didn't. He, yeah, he didn't really. He didn't really talk much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um yeah, yeah, well I, here's here's a wacky Bob Dylan story. Oh, yeah. um, uh, we, with, when I was with Ray, we played this festival in Perth, Australia. I was in this big stadium and it was a bunch of artists, and Bob Dylan was one of them, one of the other artists. and so um, anyway, so, so backstage was this big area, you know, like outside. And there, you know different people from different bands and other random people were sort of milling around, but but, but it was sort of you know like it was very spread out there w- It wasn't like cramped because it was sort of outdoors behind you know the back part of the stadium, whatever, and anyway, so his, so his, before he was going to come on his 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 peoples came out and talked to everyone and said, "Okay, you can stay here when he walks out if you not, but don't look at him, yeah. And, uh-huh. and 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 so we had to not look at him as he w- walked, you know, through this area to the stage. Yeah, so that that's was, was kind of weird. Classic man. Yeah, yeah, and 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 then and then when he played, he was all the way. What happens he if you look He was, playing, at him, key, he was like, playing keyboards Did you turn to stone or something? I I guess so.
2: Well, I'm yeah. glad you didn't, man. Cause yeah, was, yeah, because yeah, no I'm you. still here. Yeah, but yeah,
0: yeah, but but yeah. that's like when my brother worked at Lucasfilm. Yeah, they were like. Don't talk to George Lucas if he's around. Don't look. Don't even look. Don't even breathe. This—it's like Spinal Tap. Don't even look at him. Right, right, yeah. right. It might not have been that extreme, but yeah, you're definitely trained not to like. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, well, well. I mean, I mean, on a one sense, you, I understand it because sort of like traveling with Ray, you know. So yeah. everyone wants to talk to him, right? Everyone, yeah. you know, you know, so, or Bob Dylan, someone that people recognize, you, you know, they're going to have a hard time going
0: anywhere. Everyone's coming up to you, like. So, what does Ray eat for breakfast? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is- right right yeah well that's cool you played a stadium festival thing with uh with some big names huh yeah 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 do you have a bonnie Raitt story or uh
1: well i mean i mean i've I actually played bass with her also Sweet. um and she don't need no guitar player she yeah yeah plays <laughs> <her ass out. laughs> yeah 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 but but again i wasn't in her band I just did a couple things yeah. um the that's cool um though. she's i love her well I, I mean i've got a crazy story about playing bass with ray Oh yeah. Well, I guess I'll just tell you the story since you're rolling. Please do. Yeah. So so, so yeah, anyway, in case so you
0: weren't aware, we've been recording all
2: this. <coughs> okay. <time>. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hopefully, some of this will will hit the hit the cutting room floor. So anyway, so one interesting story. So so at one point we were touring and we we're in Europe and we're, and so it's just the rhythm section, um, which means guitar, based drums. And the Raylettes, and and we were hitting, you know doing one nighters in different towns in western europe and and so each, each and pretty much every day we 'd we'd, we'd go to the town we 'd rehearse in the afternoon with whatever big band we were playing we were playing with big bands and and teach them what we 're going to do then we 'd do the show the night, and then you know, go to sleep and wake up and go to the next town. And it so was the only much people
0: traveling are you and drums and bass and Ray and, and Ray. Some yeah. singers
1: and some singers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And and so anyway, so this this bass player that was playing at the time, he, he 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 was staying out every night and like you know, drinking and partying and so and so we're like four or five songs, four or five Nights into this or days into this thing, and, you're and, in and Europe, we're, is it? yeah, and we're in Europe, yeah. and, and, and so we're in Vienna, and we're gonna play with this big band in Vienna, big, Vienna big band, and he, we, he comes to rehearsal and he looks really pale, and anyway, so he passed passed out and had like a, you know, kind of like a sort of a seizure type event, it had to be taken away on a stretcher, and so now we're thinking, okay, how are we gonna do this gig?
0: Is he an upright player?
1: No, he's an electric oh. player, and, and and um, you know, we and so we don't have you know don't have access to a bass player. And and so we decided. Okay, well, I would play bass because yeah. bass is more important than the guitar, even though it's nice to have the guitar there. So, so 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 anyway, so so I had to sort of figure out how to play, you know, figure out the tunes on bass yeah. and then play, do that gig on bass, and and then we went to this place on the Rhine in in Germany, then and, and did two nights with. Uh, well, another big band. Anyway, anyway, and that and that ended up being broadcast. That that's that oh. that, that was like broadcast in in Europe, and it's like was recorded. And and it's but it's interesting because it's me playing bass. You know, sort of yeah, you know kind of figuring out how it. to yeah. you know you know
0: doing my best. Got tape on your fingers because you got like a blister going. Yeah, after yeah. A
1: while. <laughs> well, 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 I mean, I do play bass. So oh, yeah. so that you know that didn't happen. But right. it was but it was a little scary just to sort of kind of all of a oh, sudden yeah. because I've been playing with them a while at that point. But I'd never really thought
0: about how I would play bass with it. Well, I always tell people, yeah, you know, you can make you can, almost any instrument in the band, if, if you go to the wrong chord or the wrong note, it's not a big deal, but when the bass player goes to the wrong note, everybody turns around. Like, what's happening? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: well, well, yeah, responsibility? Yeah.
1: yeah, well, the bass is the foundation. You know, you know. Yeah. I mean, because, because really, a lot of times, I mean, I will be playing a situation, and the bass goes to a different root, and and I'll play the what's the right chord, and I'll sound wrong because really, we kind of hear music, you, yeah. you know, from the bass. You know, assuming we don't necessarily yeah. know what that progression is. You know, it's not an obvious thing or something. Um, you know, because so the ba- yeah, the bass is a powerful instrument. Yeah. You, you know, you know, you know. So so that was that was you know one of the scarier, yeah, times. that's great, man.
0: You know, I'm sure you grew a lot and learned and maybe improved your groove. With yeah, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure the drummer was killer, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, it was, so a yeah, yeah. was a good drummer. Yeah, yeah. Great
0: drummer. That yeah, yeah, and,
1: cool. and and yeah. Unfortunately, you know, they knew him and Ray knew the music, so
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So um, yeah. But anyway, that's well, cool. A random story.
0: Uh, yeah man I, I love it man you traveled the globe with, with a legend and one of the most soulful cats ever yeah speaking yeah speaking of yeah. soul I know that you and I both love his album which is called Genius Plus Soul Equals Jazz What's what it's called yeah 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 that's I have that on vinyl cool and um I swear when I get my turntable again that's the first I'm currently turntablist but I have all my vinyl that's the first record I'm gonna put on that track um Maybe we should play a little bit of that, play it out or something. Okay. Thank you for meeting and, and uh, setting up this awesome amp here. Sure. I'm playing through a headstrong. It looks like a Princeton reverb yeah. clone. Yeah. Yeah, man, it sounds great. Little King. Loud. I'm trying to hear it a little bit though. Princeton yeah. sounds so great when you crank them up, man. Yeah, yeah. It makes unbelievable. We're not even touching it right here, but. But um, yeah, man. Congratulations on all your cool stuff, yeah, yeah. and I love your solo music too. You know that. Before we play the Ray, there's this one tune, 32.5. What a beautiful opening melody, the way the bass and the saxophone are working against each other and singable. Working with each other. Well, yeah. I guess I was thinking almost (laughs) like... I was thinking like... How dare you? (laughs) No, you're totally right. I deserve that. However, I was thinking like contrapuntally, kind of like... Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It's working. It's working. And um, of course, my music nerd brain starts thinking, "Well, is it like a 32-bar form, and then it goes into odd meter five or something?" Or
1: what, well, what? well, yeah, yeah. So, so, so what that? So, so the yeah, like the A sections are in A, okay. um, A, A, a. Four, not in A, in four-four, and then yeah. the B section goes to five-eight. idea with the song was, was that it was actually not even going to be metrically related, but it sort of ended yeah. up being, um, metrically related. Yeah. And then the first solo is in four, four and the second solo is in five again. Yeah. You're but hardcore I, with those odd meters. Yeah. 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 I, I've, i really been, you know, getting into doing odd
0: meter stuff. It's a lot of fun,
1: you know, yeah. you know but, but try to make it not sound like it's, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, just like a stiff,
0: you
2: know,
1: yeah, you make it swing. Yeah. So, so, so I got here's another crazy oh, story. Yeah. Just if you need oh, it. Oh yeah, please.
0: Um, I live for crazy stories.
1: Okay, so, so this is just sort of a a musician story. Okay, okay. So anyway, so when I was playing with Ray. Um, I would still come back, you know, a lot of times we do spot dates, meaning we would just go out, you know, do a gig over the weekend, you know, or a couple gigs and then come back for a week or a couple or a couple weeks or whatever. And, and so I would do gigs on this on the side still. And I was doing did this um, pickup um, casual gig, you know, meaning, meaning, you know, you know, we're just playing for like a private party. And anyway, anyway, so we so we so and, and it was with a, some musicians, some of whom I didn't know, including the keyboard player. And so at one point we played Georgia, which is yeah. of course the the iconic Ray Charles tune. Yeah. And so we play the song, and and me, and there's a lot of chords in that, and, and yeah. there's a lot of different versions of how to play those chords, and a lot of people sort of have different ideas of what they yeah. are. Anyway, after this, after we played the song, the keyboard player came up and said, you know, you should really learn the right chords for for <laughs> Georgia. And 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 so I told him, well, okay, well I'm playing with Ray. Ray Charles this weekend I'll tell him that he's been playing it wrong all these years
2: sweet
1: so, so, so it, you know it was nice you know one time in my life where I could actually sort of like pull yeah. rank yeah yeah you know.
0: uh, oh man that was yeah a little, <laughs> little body slam there yeah, mic yeah. drop
1: <laughs> yeah yeah because at that point you know he he you know he, he, what can you say yeah, you know yeah. how
0: about this do you uh, play a little uh, chord melody version of that at all or? I could do that
1: yeah I'd love to yeah, hear some of that yeah, maybe yeah
0: because yeah. I mean that's a beautiful song I'd maybe do it on this other guitar. Sure, yeah. Put it doing the since, Sadowski. Since it's just
1: sitting there. I'll
0: yeah, we haven't it. even heard that one today.
1: Yeah, yeah. You
2: good? Yeah, yeah.
0: slide at the end nice. georgia cool well let's take it out on monan because i know you love that tune i love that tune maybe we'll play a little bit of it and then we'll fade into a ray's version okay. on the album genius plus soul equals jazz i just love the way that thing is recorded it sounds like they have two mics in a big room or something that's it's just probably, probably
1: well that's, that's we just so magic that you know you know they do not have any many tracks
0: yeah, it's just it's just got it's slant with the dynamics. So oh. if you play different chords than me, I will show you. I'm like, hey, you know, you might want to learn those chords. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'd appreciate that any help you can give me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy who played with Ray.
1: Yeah. actually, I know another mm-hmm. guy, Jeff Pivar. Didn't he play with Ray? He did. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was. He was. Yeah, he's one of the the most noteworthy guys
0: yeah he was on episode i don't know early on yeah no he's he's a fine player yeah yeah he's a buddy cool maybe i should play that the melody i'll play Uh, the melody it's easier you play the chords
1: okay okay can i do that okay